0: When we hear the term persecuted, immediately red flags start flying. But add to it suffering, distress, agony, and mistreated, then we really don't think about following Christ, do we? We don't think in terms of embracing such traits that go along with this as being rich and full of life to the point of saying nothing could be better. Unfortunately, the church has been misled for hundreds of years with the teachings of earthly prosperity along with the claiming of comfortable atmospheres in favor with the world. Welcome to the program today, everyone. I'm Neil Parks. Last time we got a good start with our study in Revelation 2 and 3. As the first of seven churches, the church at Ephesus was called out by the Lord for being a loveless church. Now, I don't know about you, but nothing seems to have changed. As we fast forward into 2022, you would think that 2,000 years later, after John wrote this letter, 2,000 years later, man would kind of get the hint that, it, that this millisecond of life here on Earth is futile. Invariably, man feels his brain is smarter with all the answers because, you see, we have greater education, cell phones, and fast cars. But sin doesn't change. Therefore, Solomon says it's all vanity. Ecclesiastes 1, verses 2, 10, and 11 say, Is there anything of which may be said, see, this is new? It has already been ancient times before us. Verse 11, there is no remembrance of former things, nor will there be any remembrance of things that are to come by those who will come after Solomon, a very wise man. Although there is, folks, a remnant that will not forsake Yeshua our Christ, regardless of any situation, a pure and holy bride that has her lamp full and her eyes focused and wide open. Let's take a look at our next church, the second church, the persecuted church. Revelation 2, will start in verse 8. And the angel of the church in Smyrna write, These things, says the first and the last, who was dead and came to life. I know your works, tribulation and poverty. But you are rich, and I know that blasphemy of those who say they are Jews and are not, but are a synagogue of Satan. Verse 10. Do not fear any of those things which you are about to suffer. Indeed, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison that you may be tested, and you will have tribulation ten days. Be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Here we go. He who overcomes shall not be hurt by the second death. You see, the Lord is saying, I know everything about you. I know when you go to bed and when you get up every morning. I know when you work and what you go through daily. And on top of that, you're broke as a church mouse. You see, but the best thing that could ever have happened to you is that you're mine, says Jesus, and money cannot buy that. You are blood-bought, and your place with me, Jesus, is never-ending. Folks, that is good news. Verse 9 was talking about, And now Jesus slams the blasphemers and the deception-teaching leaders that plant nothing but seeds of fear directly into the garden of the church with threats of imprisonment, even unto death. You see, but God is here with us. He knows us. Look what David wrote in Second Samuel 7.20. He says, what can I say to you? You know your servant inside and out, O eternal Lord. I want to read right now a little quote from A.W. Tozer. What a wise man Brother Tozer was. Tozer says, it is a great consolation to me that God knows instantly effortlessly, and perfectly all matter and all matters, all causes and all relations, all effects and all desires, all mysteries and all enigmas, all things unknown and hidden. There are no mysteries to God, and He also knows His people. You who have fled for refuge to him, Jesus Christ the Lord. He knows you, and you're never an orphan. A Christian is never lost. Though he may think he is the Christian, the Lord knows where he is, and the Lord knows all about him. My friends, the church in Smyrna has been persecuted, mistreated, and battered. But with that said, they, the Smyrna church, are also conscious of their witness to the world. And God will always honor that. The conclusion of this message here to the persecuted church is, as before, a call to widespread attention, that all men in all the world should hear what passes between Christ and his churches, and how he commends them, how he comforts them, how he reproves their failures, how he rewards their fidelity i would submit to you it alarms all the inhabitants of the world to observe god's dealings with his own people all the world may learn instruction and wisdom thus with a gracious promise to the conquering christian o oh, my revelation 2 t- uh, chapter 211 he That overcomes shall not be hurt of the second death. Let's pray. Father, you are so faithful to your people. Lord, you are so, we're just overwhelmed with how much you love us, Lord. Even through persecutions, even through sufferings. Lord, this life is but a millisecond compared to the lives that we live here on this planet Earth. It's a millisecond and compared to eternity, Lord. Father, we just, we just are so thankful, Lord, that you love us. And that you would use us to witness to a lost and dying world. Lord, I lift up all my listeners right this very moment. Whatever they're going through, all around the world, in all the different countries, Father God, there's something happening. Father God, and some seem worse than others. But I lift up all these Christians, all these brothers and sisters that do not forsake you, that just keep on keeping on. Lord Jesus, you have put us here for a purpose, a purpose, a vessel to be used. Father God, you came, you died for us to pay the debt that we could not pay The bride that you have retrieved, Father God, for eternity. Oh, how glorious that's going to be. Father God, so I just pray right now that all my listeners would seek you with all their hearts. Lord Jesus, we just thank you and praise you and lift you up that you get all the glory. And it's not about us. Father God, we pray that your will would be done in every life of every man on planet Earth. And we do this in your precious name, Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, folks, I'd love to hear you. Write me at fillthelamp at yahoo.com. All one word, fillthelamp at yahoo.com. Until next time, I'm Neil Parks.